एवरीवन माय नेम इज अविनाश दिस इज मुग्धा एंड वेलकम टू द एम्ब्रेसिंग द ह्यूमन एक्सपीरियंस पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड नंबर एपिसोड नंबर वी आर हाईली कंफ्यूज्ड इफ दिस इज 15 और 16 बोथ ऑफ अस कांट रिमेंबर बट द सीरियल नंबर डजंट मैटर वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट अनदर वे ऑफ एक्सपीरियंसिंग ह्यूमन लाइफ एंड दिस इज एन इंटरेस्टिंग वन uh yeah you you want to continue about why this is an interesting one this particular topic they're going to talk about today i know like all of us have in uh, design or or innate design is to respond to certain unpleasant situation in either freeze flight or fight mode or fawn there are four okay i didn't know yeah. <laughs> or fawn so there are four modes in which we respond to certain situation and uh, in If you notice uh, the characteristics of these particular responses, none of them are desirable in the long run, especially if it blocks you from experiencing. Yeah, your but like, what are we really talking about, right? Like yeah. that, that like main topic of the conversation. Okay, we are is... already talking about the response to that particular yeah. thing. Okay, it can it can get you into unpleasant situation, so to say. It yeah, can but basically, to... what we are discussing today is conflict, right? Yes. fights conflicts disagreements uh, relationally whether it's in an intimate relationship like uh, the one avinash and i have or whether it's in a professional relationship like the one avinash and i have or whether it's in a friendship like the one avinash and i have <laughs> so <laughs> i think we both have a template for all sorts of relationships um, but basically conflict itself right like how do you deal with conflict when it arises because it is going to arise when two humans two individuals come together we come with our own stuff okay we come with our own wounds we come with our own knowledge we come with our own egos our personality types our archetypes our our spirit selves everything right like we are a whole we are a whole universe walking in a human form and when two universes collide there is going to be some degree of friction so conflict is natural how we respond to it how we react to it and how we repair after it really what determines whether the relationship continues or not so that's what we're going to talk about yes. and you were saying most people don't like it also yeah i know i mean you talked about collusion i just remembered big bang theory okay big yeah. bang big bang happened and the new universe was created apparently or new world was created out of it so the conflict can also be constructive in a way if you do it properly like if you if you deal with it properly not by running away or not by freezing or not by you know fighting your way out it's more to do with two mature individuals or two mature organization or two mature countries or two mature leadership they can sit down talk it out resolve and help whatever issue has come up deal with it maybe use it as a trigger and then you deal with that trigger to grow yourself to evolve out of that situation so conflicts are not necessarily um, not necessarily has to be avoided all the time sometimes you just have to bring out your stuff as mukda was talking about you all of us carry our own stuff our own upbringing our own prejudices our own the way we have been conditioned uh, by the society the school system the parents and everyone who is around us and we come from a different background and when we are together for professional reason personal reason out of choice or forced to be with each other you need to look at that in that perspective so what are the ways in which the conflict can arise multa like there are so many things we talk about somewhere uh, what i feel is somewhere when your basic uh, flaws are triggered it's a kind of trigger or it is something to do with your premise on which or your value system getting challenged 
or is it something to do with so I, you feel threatened one feel threatened so always threat right like the underlying uh, perception of threat is what uh, is like where you become defensive i am the envious of you like you can say it like this i can't <laughs> i am yeah. jealous of you <laughs> this is this is this is yoga the blessing of yoga but uh, i i also do yoga okay <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take time to get to where I am. But anyway, I think what what underlies every situation of conflict is the feeling of being threatened. Because when you get threatened, your defenses get activated. When your defenses get activated, you are going to uh, like in in that defensive mode, you're going to either attack or you're going to like kind of retaliate or something like that. And that's when the conflict happens, right now. So conflict can only happen if there are two parties who are agreeing to be in conflict. If one goes defensive and attacks and whatever, and the other one just receives that and like runs away. running away is still one of the responses, right? Mm-hmm. But even if that person is present, but without uh, receiving, without their own defense mechanisms getting activated, there is no conflict. So you can't fight with a wood, or huh? Or like if my stay. daughter says something nasty to me. Mm-hmm. it doesn't trigger anything at all right so i i'm chill so there's no fight hmm. had i responded to her and said something and like it would have become big drama right so conflict will only happen when two humans bring their defense mechanisms on or they put their defense mechanisms on even national conflict whatever is like two countries two people fighting with each other right so only when two people agree that okay we have got to fight this out is when conflict happens people get scared of conflict because it's really intense right energetically and it it activates so many emotions that often leave you feel depleted like like anger and overwhelm and sadness happens and like so many different emotions guilt shame everything will start off and that leaves you feeling depleted at the end of it or usually there is some kind of a loss at the end of conflict usually typically the way conflict is dealt with and people don't like that that loss that they experience after conflict right so people are very conflict averse um, they just don't want fights they want that even if it is a fa- facade of peace even if it's fake peace right like everything that you dislike about whatever is happening is brushed under the carpet but on top it's all like happy smiley people are okay with that forget people i remember like see I've always been branded as an angry rebellious person even when I was younger but I remember in many parts of my <coughs> married life like there were situations right like maybe um, like with people or I'd be at parties or I'd be somewhere where uh, I would really not enjoy that company or that group of people or the conversations and i would want to leave but i knew that if i said that to my current ex husband or uh, even to his parents or whatever there'd be a lot of resistance or even my own parents if i said oh i didn't want to come for this particular wedding i didn't want to come to this relative's house there would be some degree of conflict so to avoid that conflict and to avoid the fight i would just go and then hate the time i would spend there <laughs> so i've done that i've avoided conflict myself um Uh, just just uh, in an attempt to maintain peace and it never worked out well for myself what what is your experience with conflict being i think i have always run away from conflict uh, maybe because 
I didn't see it as a, you know output driven the way it has been done with many people many of us that the way we approach a conflict uh, we don't have an output in mind we don't mm. have an end goal in mind people get into a conflict just to satisfy their ego mm. or just to score some points or just to bring out the past baggage and dump it on to other mm. person's mm. head so most of the time that uh, that nature of conflict itself leaves everyone depleted mm. and nothing comes out of like you no one gets benefit out mm. of that conflict uh, people are forced to settle score people are forced to bring out their baddest part of themselves and put it in front of other that itself put you into a lot of shame and guilt yeah. after the conflict because you are you usually are showing your worst, worst behavior, worst behavior. Like you will choose words which is meant to hurt someone else. You will choose the argument which is more stupid if you look at it in a, you know, normal settings. Or you will bring out something which is supposed to be a confidential stuff between two parties who are fighting. You bring it out into the public. So whatever I have seen of conflict now, since my childhood, it has always been like two countries fighting over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like you just get into a fight just because you want to show off your ammunition or you want to please your population ki okay i am fighting for you or you want to bring other party into submission so it was always about showing that power which you don't have mm. it's not even the power that you have that you are trying to show to the other person so since my childhood i have seen my parents fighting over nothing mm. in fact it was other way around like my father used to fight over nothing like he used to fight with everyone he used to fight with us for nothing like we were <laughs> kids so all those um, uh, memories of childhood as you, as we have seen like the trauma that is being created the pattern which is being formed the conditioning which we get into which we get as a as a kids so all that led me to believe that the conflict is a useless phenomena it's a fruitless exercise um, to use that you know proper word is a intellectual masturbation if at all people get into an uh, argument or get into a disagreement so what i have seen is uh, whether it is a professional conflict whether it is a personality conflict whether it is a international conflict ultimately everyone stands to lose no in the past that's what you've seen i what i have seen is like everyone loses no one gets benefited whether it is war whether it is ghar ke jhagde whether it is any professional uh, rivalry also so everyone loses in that conflict so i started conflict hours my nature became conflict hours and that led to another problem when i went into my marriage i was like conflict i wanted to avoid conflict at all cost and what happens then then you start submitting as you were mentioning you start submitting but submitting has no limit like you will keep submitting forever still the other party will still want you to as submit as long more. as you are alive you'll keep getting trampled on and trampled on and trampled on right? exactly so when that point came whether no more submission was possible and i started standing up for myself that conflict became like a war like you are actually shooting each other and fighting and physically getting uh, abusive and it was actually like a war you keep fighting use weapons bring out your past and bring out your um, parentage and bring out your family you bring everything your worst behavior you bring in front of everyone so it doesn't remain inside the four wall it goes into the public it goes into your professional domain so that kind of conflict led me to believe that conflicts are again fruitless even if i want to stand up for myself there are other ways of doing it i don't want to get into 
a conflict with someone because the way you want to get into a conflict to find a positive outcome is not always other party's intention. Mm. So that brings us to the point that two party needs to be in an agreement what kind of conflict they want, whether they want output out of it or they just want to vent right. out their feelings. So I don't think two parties also always are in agreement about what kind of conflict they are signing. See, you and I, when we get into a conflict situation, right, where maybe uh, my belief systems felt threatened or my identity felt threatened by something you said or something you did, often not with what you did, more with what you said because I get triggered around certain constructs that are there in my mind, right? Um, sometimes the things that you do also. So, there is conflict between us, right? And sometimes you get triggered, uh, like you feel like you need to stand your ground uh, when, like, when your integrity is questioned or when your capabilities are questioned, right? With me, I don't think there's ever been a question of your freedom being <laughs> under threat. But, um, so there has been conflict, right? Like at a professional level, at a personal level, we've gone through different phases around uh, like keeping our boundaries intact, making, like standing up for ourselves without like completely losing ourselves to each other. So the way that you, like what I see is a big differentiator in how it is with you is, it's very solution oriented. Not that it's, it's not that it's, it's intense, right? Uh, there is there is a certain degree of uh, all sorts of feelings that come up, anger, guilt, shame, and the defensive mechanisms that get triggered by these emotions. But I think both you and I uh, never ever do it with the intention of hurting, like causing harm to the other party. It's done from a place of okay, something's bothering, something's troubling me. There is friction. There is friction. How do we smooth this out? without putting a uh, carpet or a rug over it, right? Because we are not hiding from the issues. We are bringing those issues out in the forefront in an attempt to solve them and resolve them. So that kind of conflict feels very, very different to me, right? And the, the best part about our conflict is, I know that once this moment of conflict passes, however long it is, right? Whether it's like a one minute conversation or whether it's five minutes or whether it's like an hour also of discussion and debate, I know at the end of it, both of us hold enough space for each other to repair and like for the kindness and the compassion we actually have most of the time. That knowledge or that feeling na, ki this is temporary and that is what is more permanent. Ha, there is nothing permanent, but at least there is a yes. sense of permanence with that. To me, that is what allows for really uh, being vulnerable and saying that, you know, this is this is something that caused me pain or this hurt me knowing full well that it can actually create a full situation of conflict. So, uh, yeah, that's how it has been for me now with you. Um, not many people in my life, again, I, I have at the same space, right? Like where the conflict can happen uh, from a resolution point of view. How, how is it for you now? So conflict by, I mean, that word itself has become like very conflicting. Like if there is a conflict, there has to be a bloodbath. That, that is what uh, the idea of conflict is all about. The 
the people I deal with, the relationship that I had, the relationship that I have. The conflict is always about uh, showing other person down. Mm. It was never about resolving something or never about bringing out your stuff and looking at it. Like some day, a few days back, I was telling someone mm. okay, how we deal with conflict is bring out our everything and put it on the table huh. and now look at it. Okay, this is keep. I mean, we should yeah. keep this. Yeah. We should discard this and we should, you know, go ahead. There are different ways of doing it. Uh, maybe we can get intense about it because some of those things are really close to us for many, many number of years right. and suddenly you realize, okay, it is not required. You need to right. discard this. So that piece of you gets threatened. Okay, what if other things also come out and that way everything needs to be discarded? Then where is my existence? So yourself, in my case, that self, whenever it gets threatened or the value system that I hold... Parts of yourself, not necessarily of, the whole of yourself. Part of myself or the value system that I hold here gets challenged or questioned. That time that conflict becomes intense. Otherwise, I can hold my foot in any kind of disagreement or discussion <laughs> of any professional nature. Or I have never person. seen like anyone else uh, disagree like generally with the public or like like individually on platforms, social media with as much grace and presence of mind as you do. Huh, I'm very comfortable with disagreement. I'm comfortable with um, professional issues. I'm comfortable with personal things also, the kind of work I do on the mind uh, healing. So that gives me different kind of perspective in so many people's lives. And that actually helps me learn. So I actually want to thank you all the people who have shown that trust in me, that I can help them in their mind healing issues. It's actually a learning process for me also. I reflect on myself, what kind of behavior I exhibit, what kind of thought process I carry, what kind of conflict resolution mechanism I deploy at different places and different point of time. So conflict for me, uh, since my childhood has always been avoid, run away or just build your wall and let other person do whatever they want to. Uh, of late I have learned to uh, bring out my stuff because you have given me that space to bring out listen to me carefully even if I get hyper sometimes <laughs> or even if I get intense or emotional about certain things you are there holding this okay you can bring out okay that never happened with me in the past so I'm getting used to that idea of bringing my stuff and putting it out in the open even in public I am able to do express my emotions and uh, deal with a conflict if the need arises I'm not shying away from it but at the same time I don't unnecessarily get into it. Mm. So, what happens actually? Like, we are talking about ourselves, but generally, this is not how the conflict is formed or conflict is resolved, or the, how the structure of the conflict itself is so detrimental or so uh, toxic that people generally, 99% of the people will avoid conflict if given a choice. Yeah. So, what is your take on the world outside? Like, forget about us. I think people get so, see, the reason why you become defensive or why conflict would arise is when you feel threatened. When you feel threatened, what you want to do is take a stand for yourself, right? You want to protect yourself. You want to guard. There are parts of you that come out to protect you. Often these parts uh, behaviorally uh, show up as anger or they'll show up as sadness, right? Like you'll cry about something, expecting that the other person understands that, okay, you got threatened in the situation and you're not feeling really safe. Anger is the most common uh, behavioral symptom that comes up when, when uh, defense happens. So, 
what happens to most of us is we get tired because we have repeatedly tried to stand up for ourselves we have repeatedly tried to show that okay something was violated something was done wrong and the other person uses bigger ammunition the other person uh, louder voices harsher words physical abuse more articulate argument more articulate <laughs> argument gaslighting right like sometimes yeah, yeah. like i experienced being gaslit so many times when i would try to stand for myself and i'd be made to feel that what i was experiencing wasn't even true in the first place it it didn't happen so over and again over and again if that becomes your experience right like when you're trying to take a stand for yourself either you're getting overpowered by the opponent or you're not even being heard like yeah. someone's telling you that it didn't happen you're going to get exhausted of that particular way of being so you are going to start becoming very conflict averse or what a lot of people do is they learn better and better so if they got overpowered once as a child yeah, they will go and search they will search for ways in which they can become better fighters <laughs> right chalo ye martial arts fail hua let me go try and learn this particular way of fencing and using yeah. sports and tools maybe i'll bring bigger gun next time let me buy bigger guns let me do this let me do that right let me get more people on my side so next time conflict happens it's not just me my sister my friend everyone is attacking the person yeah. right so it really starts getting ugly because nowhere there is someone really understanding that all that that original problem needed was a solution to uh, kind of be found for example this morning right when we and that's why we're talking about conflict because we actually had a situation of professional conflict uh and see one more thing is people are uh, very very scared of showing their true emotions uh, of whatever feelings they are experiencing when that conflict is happening whether it's guilt whether it's shame whether it's sadness all of these emotions come right but they'll only show anger mm. and it just becomes like a volcano in which another volcano is feeding and then overall it's becoming a bigger and bigger fire so this morning for example you and i had like this you said something i perceived like you didn't even intend it that's separate you didn't intend whatever words came but i perceived it as a threat to my identity as uh, the person here right like whatever role i am in ceo founder everything in the past what i would have done is given how much i care about you how much i love you and what i know of you who you are as a human being i would have dismissed that internal feeling i would have said nahi avinash is so awesome na tum kya chindi ban rahe ho next big deal like you just felt something let it go and then it would have gone like din bhar mein work would have happened and all of that but that resentment would have built up that's what has happened in the past with me right i've always seen that the other person to be more um, magnanimous like amazing super awesome awesome always always like the other person is so incredible if i felt a way about something they said that's my problem how can i be so small i better be a big person and forgive and like just forget about it so this morning i didn't do that this morning i made it a point after all the team meetings were done to bring to your attention that hey you said this thing this is how it made me feel and it's not okay to say that like no matter what there's a certain structure in the company my optimistic expectation was that when i say it to you you will just receive it as oh okay this sentence was probably wrong and maybe in the future i'll not use words like this and we would have gotten along on our own ways however your response to that feedback i have no control on it 
because that's you. So your response was the opposite of what my optimistic expectation was, right? So what was your response when I said something like that? So my whatever my utterances were, it, it, yeah, I thought ki some motive has been attributed to that words. And I was like, I had no motive to attach any attributes to those particular statements because I had no motive. Why would I want to put my CEO down or why would I want to show a founder that you are not capable of founder, being a founder or not right. good enough of a founder. It was not loaded with any attributes and that is where I perceive that some motive has been attached to something which is not attributable. And then that motive became, uh, it went into my own belief. No, I didn't see any of this. You started assuming. I started it. perceiving that. I started perceiving that whatever statement I made, there is a motive attached to it. Now, since I, there was no motive attached to it, I obviously started feeling bad about it. How can someone say this? I didn't mean it. So, but that may, my intentions are not vocal. My intentions are my intentions. How will Mukda know what my intentions were? She just heard the word. She didn't hear the intention. She can't. No one does. Right? So the intentions were... There was no bad intention. How can you attribute a bad intent to whatever I said? Then I felt sad in the way that okay, my work itself... Because you got defensive, right? So what <laughs> my, work itself, my work itself got challenged. Ki whatever I am doing, then I have to be extra careful. Then what is the point of being a CEO <laughs> or head of sales or leading a team? I do so many things and everywhere motive is attached to whatever I say or whatever I do, then what is the better way of doing things? I don't know. And that is where emotions take hmm. to over. Hmm. And for me, it is like another world. It's not very familiar. It's not very familiar territory for me. Unlike you, you can deal with all sorts of emotion. For me, if I get emotional, I mean it's very unfamiliar situation, unfamiliar place, unfamiliar surrounding. So then I don't know what to do, and then I uh, get into that mode where I start feeling victimized. Then I start feeling sad. Then I start feeling bad, then I start feeling, okay, you don't care, I also don't care. And then I, you know, normally I would just shut down and go off and then internalize it the way I'm internalizing it now. I wouldn't have said all those things if there was no podcast today, but that is how I process. Hmm. Normally I would process, this is what has happened and maybe she is right and maybe I can use different words hmm. or maybe I can make my intention more clear. In, you know, so that you can hear it mm. rather than only me hearing it. Mm. So that you don't have any ambiguity or any doubt mm. in your mm. mind that my words don't carry right. any intention, right. any bad intention. So maybe I can make my intention more clear rather than my words. So that internalization happens because I can do a lot of work. I know myself better. I know how I think. I know how I can process my things. But most of the time when people run away from a conflict, they shut down. Mm. That should never happen. Whether you can internally process it, it's well and good. It's actually a kind of superpower. Uh, if you can't process it, sit with the partner, whosoever you are having conflict with, bring out whatever your intentions or non-intentions were. Look at all those words, actions, behavior which are under questions and discard whatever is not possible and make your intentions clear. And maybe use it as a learning curve 
whenever you get into a similar situation, same thing doesn't get repeated. You can make new mistakes. There is no way you are going to be perfect. Okay, this time I told you, this is what I don't like to hear. So I will not, I may not do this kind of mistake again. They're bound to happen. They're bound to come up with different situation, different words might hurt you at different point of time. But the same thing will not happen. That is what I do. That is what how I internalize, how I grow myself, how I use it to upgrade my game so that I don't get into same situation again because I don't like to be in that situation either. But anyway, I mean this morning, now you've done all the post-processing, right? So this morning in the period of conflict, uh, where I was actually really in a good place in terms of, uh, I had stated what had impacted me and whatever emotions were flowing, I was okay with that. You were getting overwhelmed. I could see that. Yeah. The vein here was popping up and then like, I could see like your eyes also, like there were tears coming up and like your body was shaking. So that progression to from where you were, because that is the flip point, right? That's where most people will flip and like get angry and start yelling and try to shut down the person who triggered them in the first place. Now you've done the processing now. In that moment, how were you still able to look for what I was also attempting to do, which is a solution for something in the future again, right? How were you able to do that? What what really happened? So I think it's more of a practice. It's more of how I don't want to lose my calm. I don't want to lose my peace. Because that years of programming, the conflicts are fruitless. The conflicts are not mm. good. Mm. Conflicts can only lead to blood. But that comes back. Mm. I don't want to mess things up, make it more mm. messy, make it more difficult for other people to reconcile. Because all said and done, these conflicts are supposed to be a stepping stone to something mm. good or something better in mm. future. And when uh, those past programming comes back to haunt me, then I try to calm down. Okay, now something is coming from the past, mm. asking me, okay, this can lead to you know, mm. bad stuff, this can lead to blood, but this can lead to uh, wrong things being said or wrong things being... Uh, so actually, the my past programming comes to help me here. Okay. Keep, it's fruitless. Don't... Experience uh, it. Don't escalate. There is no point doing that. Mm. And uh, that is where it remains sane for me to some extent. I get emotionally overwhelmed because something I believe in, something I didn't do, I'm being accused of that. <laughs> so yes, it's an emotional thing for me. At the same time, this past experiences tells me it is fruitless to get into conflict. It needs to be processed in a different way. It needs to be, again, that masculine energy comes in. You have to look for a solution. What is the solution? Mm. Apologize. Mm. Say that you're not you're going to work on it because it's a professional conflict mm. and you're superior to me in all mm. sense. Mm. So that kind of thought process come and I worked in organization for many number of years. I've dealt with all kinds of people. I've dealt with superior ego driven uh, bosses to down to earth, very pleasing kind of bosses. So I've dealt with many of them. I had my fair share of conflict. I've suffered for it. I have lost my promotion in Indian oil because I had a conflict with my boss. <laughs> so I've seen all that. Like I'm not averse to conflict. I'm, I just don't anymore, don't see the point of getting into a conflict and escalating it. Till the time uh, I want to be with that person even after a conflict. So I won't get into a conflict with a rickshaw. I'm not going to see him again in my entire life. 
most probably unless she is already programmed to follow me <laughs> metrics food <laughs> stuff but i would definitely get into a some sort of conflict with you because i see you i see a future with you i want to be with so that choice is that all that thought process happens in that period so it's more emotional because it is with you yeah. if it is outside i will just shut it either from his side or from my yeah. side and move on and i won't even bother ki kya hua what what other person has felt or what happened i won't get depleted there i won't feel so i see outcome with you so i engage with you i don't see outcome i don't take but did you feel depleted today then i no. i didn't because i for me it was like i actually felt good that i could stand up for myself and stand my ground with the possible risk that you might say that fuck this shit i quit i don't want to work with i thrive anymore and i don't want to be so my brain always looks for you, you know this about my brain, extreme right? situation I extreme know. worst case scenario my brain looks for also because of the stuff that i've survived uh my brain is always preparing me for like this is the worst possible thing that can happen are you sure you still want to do this so my brain had already made that full multiple mind map timeline right like one is it will go the most optimistic thing is like this way the worst possible pessimistic scenario is like avinash is going to be like fuck you and like uh like you know just walk out and like will i be still able to do this work and all of that right so i was in both places simultaneously still okay with either of the options knowing that no matter what i just had to stand up for myself because had i not done that for myself i would have felt like shit afterwards so i didn't feel depleted at all after that conversation right maybe if if my pessimistic scenario had come through i would have felt bad i didn't feel bad uh in the sense that somehow it did cause you pain right the conversation like i could see it was painful for you so i felt bad about that like i wish i didn't i wish the pain wasn't there for him right so like that did i feel bad about uh talking about it no right like if if i could let's say go back in time would i have avoided bringing this point up whatever happened in the morning no i would have still done that only thing was i wish you hadn't gotten pained in the process right so that like that feeling of badness not even guilt not guilt not shame just a very deep sense of like more from a place of compassion like you know you saw another being suffer because of mm. your action like you did something for yourself but another being suffered as an outcome of that so that's so, how i felt at the end of it so many people avoid conflict for this reason also like some a couple of our team members mentioned yeah. i don't get into conflict because other person get hurt huh. so how do we deal with that like how as a person as a individual i did that na avinash for so many years mm-hmm. see i so how do you take that call whether to get into conflict or not at that moment because you're feeling threatened you're feeling challenged you're feeling something which huh. needs to come out and that moment are you in a best of the position to decide whether to call it out or whether to let it go see i have i have taken a very uh, distinct uh, like i've made that internal decision that i'm never going to let myself down any part of me right uh, and i think 2022 was mostly a lesson in that about not abandoning myself no matter how small that part of like how child like it felt even if it felt like a one year old child right i made like this call i don't know when but now i can see that like through 2022 now i started doing more and more of that like two, two days ago i told i told someone off for taking the coffee i had brewed for myself 
someone might say like oh you're the ceo of the company a coffee you can just order from starbucks na so what about it but that right like taking a stand for myself no matter what the situation is something i've started doing for myself another person might feel hurt another person might want to label me another person might want to like get pissed not my problem is where i am at right now because for 38 years of my life i was always considering other people's feelings other people's reactions other people's uh, like ha- what will they do if i really say this how are they going to feel they'll feel shattered they'll feel broken i did that for 38 years 2017 is where i started making small decisions for myself like walking out of the marriage and coming back to india right but even that wasn't done with the dignity and the courage i have now it was more like an escape i told my ex husband then that like oh, i'm just going for 3 months and i might come back kind of a thing right now i know i'll just say that and like it's over i can't be here anymore so if you ask me now i become really ruthless and selfish in the best kind of way those two words i think have been so maligned in, in the mainstream world like i had a client call yesterday and uh, he had the same thing na like he wanted to make a make his food in a certain way and uh, um he wasn't being allowed to do so because of whatever reasons and he didn't want to fight and i told him if you don't fight for yourself who's going to fight for you right so start doing it start putting your food down start making the food you want the way it, like you and then he said but that is selfish and i said so what what is wrong about being selfish and that like opened up his like he's like wow this suddenly has opened up something in my head right like it's okay to be selfish so now to answer your original question i've really become someone who is not going to sit and ponder too much oh but this person will feel like this then what will happen and all of that as much as i have started caring about saying what is on my mind but being there for the person while they are experiencing the fallout of whatever they might experience like i was there for you right um you experienced such a vast range of emotions you experienced so many things so i didn't say what i had to and leave from there and walk out i was there for you and you had the good sense to see that i was supporting whatever was happening to you a lot of people can't hold that space right because they are not capable ha huh. they are themselves going through a emotional trauma because yeah. they are being triggered for whatever reason yeah. the conflict happened because they were triggered with something whether it is right wrong correct wrong, not correct that is secondary they got triggered they are in their own emotional space where they are dealing fighting or you know because most of us are trained not to show emotions mm. so when you get emotional you are in that unknown zone whether you are not sure what what is next उटकमिंग come out of it and you just want to shun yourself maybe you devise some mechanism by which mm. you can you are able to process whatever thoughts emotions you were experiencing most of us uh, don't do either of these thing most of us just run away from the conflict right. 
or block themselves from the emotion. So typically in conflict, there are four modes that human beings adopt, right? You spoke of the fight, flight, freeze, and I added the fawn thing. So what's the fight thing? We all know, right? Like conflict, fighting, synonymous. Flight is what you said you would do. You'd run away from conflict. You really wouldn't want to be there. Like, like just get out of that situation, right? So that's like, you, you leave that entire thing. The problem with that is if this person with whom the conflict began with is going to be part of your life and you run away from the conflict, when you come back again, it's going to arise multiple times. Yes. So you can't keep running away or you completely run away from this person. The third is freeze. What's the freeze response? You just don't listen. You block yourself. You block. You emotionally numbed yourself. You're not available. You're just not available, right? Like completely frozen to that situation, to what's being said because you've gone inward somewhere. Not the healthiest way to coexist with another human being, right? Because your freeze response also freezes your entire nervous system. It's it's not our, our nervous system starts getting dysregulated if you're doing that. The fourth one, the fawn one that I spoke of. Can you guess what the fawn response is? No. I don't know. So fawn, the word is like you're fawning over someone. Hmm. You know that hi, aap to kitne pyare ho, that response, right? So that's the fourth response that humans have. Animals don't do the fawn response, which is you start bending over backwards, you start yeah, people pleasing, people you start pleasing. overcompensating, you start surrendering. The minute you see the possibility of a conflict, you go into that fawn mode, which is what I used to do. Be extra sweet, be extra nice, do something like bring a gift, cook something and give, right? That's never going to work because you are doing that at the cost to yourself, right? So how much are you going to surrender? How much are you going to bend over backwards? How much are you going to like really fawn over this person, fall at their feet? I think you did that also in terms of the conflict response, like just fawning, like just trying to make the person happy and just like, uh, you know, trying to be this nice, amiable guy who has a uh, guy, girl, whatever, who kind of a thing, right? All four are very, very unhealthy patterns of existing in conflict because they don't create solutions, right? And they create something that is worse for you, which is a super dysregulated nervous system, which impairs your ability to deal with life on the whole, right? Like that's where anxiety starts coming and that's where um, these looping thoughts, intrusive thoughts, depression. OCD, yeah. depression, all of this starts coming in. Now, ideal scenario is you stand up for yourself, you speak for yourself, you use language as a method of communication, you acknowledge all the feelings that are happening with you. And if the other person in that situation is really not capable of such a mature level of conversation, you have the option of setting a very strong boundary and leaving that person or that kind of a situation for good, right? Uh, my only caveat with this, like, see with children, na, I'm a little different around this, especially like if my daughter, with her, I'm not going to sit and like stand my ground and like, you know, be very forceful about the things I believe in and all of that. Because her mind is maturing, she herself is going through her stuff. In her case, in a young mind's case, I don't want to unnecessarily create too much pain. As an adult, I can allow that 
to happen in in the context of okay you're an adult even if you're experiencing pain because of me taking a stand for myself you will be able to process it and deal with it with a child i think children need a little extra grace and that's what we're supposed to do as adults also right so what's your take on that so i dealt with my kids in a different like i was yesterday only in one of the session i was talking about that attached detachment kind mm. of thing so i don't get unnecessarily trouble unless someone is using them against me mm. is normally my partner who ex partner who does that mm. and that is where i see them as a potential uh, threat to my right. being and not on their own they are like the cutest and the loveliest being mm. but if they are being manipulated being used, used as weapons, as a weapons then i have to again my self protection mechanism will go up and i set boundaries i block i do whatever it takes to uh, protect myself for my interest so that is what i do with my kids uh, with other kids i uh, most of the time i avoid there is no conflict actually with other kids I, kids are the cutest I, I know I don't have any issues with <laughs> others kids. No, no, I think it's only with our own it's, children that there's conflict. No, I, it's it's like any outsider, like it's like another rickshawala I am dealing with. I I don't have any opinion either for or against them. They exist on their own. Yeah, but I think own. children need to be given extra grace when it comes to this because sometimes they might be testing their own boundaries, right? So they might use you for as your a, children. Yeah. You can give extra grace or yeah. whatever you want to do. With other children, I don't have any opinion. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, not whatever you want, you can do. But just then, you deal with your kids by understanding how capable or incapable they are of dealing with emotions or conflict. Make sure that you don't leave any kind of uh, you know imprint on them based on your conflict resolution mechanism. let them choose on their own let them figure out how the conflict needs to be resolved uh, because if you if you bring your own flight freeze fawn or any kind of responses they are going to copy you or they are going to do exactly opposite of whatever you are doing so as a parent that is the only precaution we have to take that we don't unnecessarily try to imprint them with okay you do this way or you do that way and you do exactly opposite that applies to all kinds of teaching that mm. most of the modern parents get into so that yeah, is i i remember one parent who tried to get uh, i mean this is going into parenting from conflict but also that's where a lot of conflict, conflict happens right? like parent child relationship i remember one parent uh, reaching out to us saying hey i want to eat make my child eat healthier and like he is eating so much junk food and so much of screen time and screen time he thought it was like biscuits and he ate chips and all of that and then i remember somebody from the team having that call with them and they were like why do you want them to eat healthier right and you know it's better for their health they're gaining weight so she asked that who's like where is where are all these things coming from chips and all of that like like the kid doesn't have money right so like nahi hum hi like we only are buying so she said why are you buying nahi thoda to i want to eat na so here you're trying to teach your child to not eat any crap but you are saying it's okay for you to indulge in it occasionally you're buying it you're stocking it up and you're demonstrating completely opposite behavior and then you're asking your child to behave in a certain way obviously conflict is going to happen the child is going to be like fuck who are you thinking and how can you stop me so there is also that like we sometimes might want our partners or our employees or our teams or our colleagues to behave in a certain way because we think that's the best way of behaving while you do not have the moral authority to make that ask because you are completely opposite of that so the things that you might actually want in yourself you're trying to project it for other people 
and that other person is going to be like fuck no like why should i <laughs> like so yeah. that's where that's a source of conflict right so conflict can happen for many reasons what we spoke about in the last 30 35 minutes was mostly from a really individualistic very self aware self conscious place because as i gave this parent child example i realized that some people are not even in the place where we are when it comes to conflict right that basic conflict can be like look at like look at that uh, Uh, girl how she is dressed i want my wife to be dressed like that yeah. and the wife will be like well, i am not even comfortable in those kind of clothes right so could be coming from there that's absolute unconscious conflict like i i i can't even relate to that <laughs> anymore like any more what now not even in the past can i relate to that right but uh, yeah that's like i don't know what tools one would have there where like a parent is forcing a child to say beta gana suna ke de do i have zero opinion this is about me and i need to sort it out for myself and in doing so i might trigger another person their defense mechanisms will get activated if they do we might have a fight if we have a fight here is how we are going to try and navigate around this and after all of that we'll still be there for each other to repair and uh, you know and, ease and, each other's pain and today we set an example for our team also <laughs> if you get into conflict with your partner this is how you can deal with and uh, word of appreciation for all of them they come up with some idea yeah they want a cake and my favorite food just to make me feel better and uh, and thank you team this is what uh, everyone should be doing in case of conflict buy their favorite food and resolve the conflict <laughs> amicably no at an organizational level no yeah. see we have a very different culture and we have such open space for emotions and everything mm. but other organizations things happen no one talks and then it becomes politics politics right so i could have gone and incited your team against you mm. you could have used your team against me so there is no my team it's all your team no, whatever you know what i mean right like they got you a cake so it, i mean whatever they reporting to you so it, it is in a sense your team the people you are part of your team <laughs> i know avinash i'm just using it as a example of how other other how it happens in other organizations right then you start ye mera army ye tumhara army right so and then suddenly there'll be like arrow shot and you won't even know what came okay so that's what office politics really is about mm-hmm. unresolved conflict that takes another form and becomes really ugly so don't avoid conflict it's bound to happen where two humans exist but there are ways of dealing with it with a lot of beauty and creating something good out of it and i mean that was like out of that morning conflict came a cake for you and like amazing food and that itself is like part of the the view so there has to be outcome of a conflict <laughs> you can't have conflict without a cake at the end of it like <laughs> the icing on the cake <laughs> after the conflict so yeah so that's about it i think the team also learned something today yes i think we did uh, parenting lessons we showed them <laughs> rather than telling them we showed them okay <laughs> deal with your conflict like this and thank you very we end of this yeah, yeah, i don't yeah, have yeah. any anything more to share but if you have any question queries on this particular topic of conflict uh, we can talk more do send us your comment reply feedback 
keep following us, sharing our content and letting us know how you feel by watching this. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye.